Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. No breaks. No breaks. No fear. No fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome along to No Breaks, No Fear. I'm Ian Brannan, and we are bringing you this from live on location at the Plymouth Gladiators home, the Coliseum, this evening, where we just witnessed Plymouth Gladiators taking on the Oxford Cheaters. And it was a big victory once again for the Gladiators, who moved to third in the championship. More about that later. This week, I'm joined by former Great Britain team manager and Swindon manager and all-round British Speedway legend Alan Rossiter. Speaking to him in just a second and getting his thoughts on the action from the Premiership from Monday night, where the Bellevue Aces triumphed over the Peterborough Panthers again. And at Monmore, it was the Ipswich Witches who took the spoils on the home turf of the Wolverhampton Wolves. We'll hear what Peter Adams has got to say about that, as well as the thoughts of Richie Hawkins and Sam Masters all coming up too. Bit of controversy in the championship at the weekend when the meeting at Newcastle had to be halted after 10 heats when an old curb began to appear from out of the track. We'll hear from one of the riders involved in that meeting, Paul Stark, very soon. And we'll hear from Ben Barker as Ipswich Witches host the Sheffield Tigers in next Monday's televised meeting on Eurosport. No breaks. No fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome along. Lots to get through. And, um, well, you may hear the occasional tractor or speedway bike in the background. But uh, I say we're, we're in Plymouth having watched the uh, meeting against the Plymouth Gladiators and the Oxford Cheaters. And we'll come on to that in, uh, in just a bit. Uh, but first of all, let's speak with Alan Rossiter. Um, good to see you, Alan. Um, first question everybody will be asking is, what's going on with Swindon? Do you have an update, Alan? <laughs> you, you know about as much as I know, unfortunately. Um, uh, they've, they've demolished the back straight, which is going to be the new home stand. And they've got the drainage working. And it's just a matter now of moving the pods over to the back straight and then start building it up. Um, that's where we are at the moment. And, and as everybody else can drive past, can see exactly what I can see every week. 
OK, watch this space for more information then on Swinton. On to the action from Monday night then. Well, Bellevue roared to a stunning 54-36 win at Peterborough to complete an emphatic double over the reigning Premiership champions. Skipper Brady Kurtz made it a back-to-back maximums over the Panthers as he went through the card with 14 plus one and even the Aces' lowest scorers all collected six points. Michael Palmtoff scored 11 plus one for the home side, but they were blown out of contention in the first half of the meeting when the visitors produced a hugely impressive display. Um, Alan, looking at this fixture last night, and Bellevue, of course, they didn't start off particularly the strongest at uh, the start of the season in the League Cup campaign, but since adding Matty Zagar, they've become an entirely different prospect, haven't they? Oh, they're totally different kettle of fish with a class rider like Matty Zagar in there. Um, so they're, 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 they're from the team that was started off the cup matches. Now they're, um, they're, they are up there where they are. They're at the top of the league at the moment. And we've just seen such sort of strength with the Bellevue Aces, really, since the signing of Mate Zegar and, and, and twice in a week for Peterborough you know they've, they've really shown the strength against the reigning champions as well haven't they yeah very much so and certainly with Zegar coming in he certainly made made the difference to Bellevue and it's that missing rider that Mark Lemon was just hanging on for I think he was he had an opportunity I spoke to Mark in the winter and there was an opportunity of another rider coming and that didn't come to fruition and I think he gave Jake Allen a chance and and it was a being on a temporarily um, job there, but uh, certainly when someone like Zagar, Matty Zagar comes along, then you know it's certainly going to make him stronger. Well, we can hear from the Aces' top scorer on the night. Once again, it was Brady Kurtz speaking with Hayley Bromley. Well, I'm with ATPI Aces skipper Brady Kurtz. Brady, paid max for yourself on the night. A big win for the ATPI Aces and four league points in the bag. That was a pretty decent, nice work. Yeah, definitely. I I wasn't expecting to win that big here. That's for sure. I thought they were gonna they were gonna turn and around a little bit and come out come out firing. But uh, yeah, we were good tonight. The whole team done good, is which is what we need. We haven't had a team firing all together for for a little while now. So uh, yeah, it's it's really good. It's good to see all the boys work together and uh, get the job done. Absolutely. I mean, sending a clear message to all of your Premiership rivals. What has changed in the pits for you boys? It feels like a totally different energy to the one that we started the season with. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just uh, everyone's just a little bit more relaxed. We're all enjoying it. We're all having a good time, and uh, now we've got such a strong team. The pressure's kind of off everyone a little bit, and we can all enjoy our speedway and have a little bit of a laugh. And uh, yeah, we're all we're all just getting along good. And uh, yeah, it's things are things are definitely looking up, but long season to come. As Brady Kurtz, the uh, top scorer for Bellevue in their victory over Peterborough, which was live on Eurosports. Well, the next team to be on Eurosport next Monday will be the Ipswich Witches. And they shocked Wolverhampton with a 48-42 win at Monmore Green to make it two successive victories at the start of the Premiership campaign. Jason Doyle led the charge for the Witches, who produced a solid all-round effort in the black country, with former world champion winning his first four rides to score 13 points. Wolves struggled to cover for the injured Ryan Douglas, who was out with a neck injury and their only mild consolation was a 5-1 from Sam Masters who got 11 plus 1 bonus point and Nick Morris with 10 plus 2 uh, in heat 15 to deny the visitors the fourth league point in a moment we'll hear from Peter Adams but first the Ipswich team boss Richie Hawkins with Ryan Guest well Ipswich which is team boss Richie Hawkins you haven't had uh, too many away day successes over the past year or so so you've got to be absolutely d- delighted 48-42 winners here at Wolves tonight yeah uh, brilliant team performance. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough place for everyone to come. They're obviously very good team around um, Wolverhampton. So yeah, for us to get a win, I think that's kind of three points. 
that not many people will get here. So yeah, it's great for our start to a league. You know, we've we've started two wins out of two now. So it's, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Ray, you mentioned our Wolves are a good team around this Monmouth Green circuit. Uh, not too often do you only see them win four races out of the 15 around here. Yeah, and I think, you know, we had Starkey broke down when he was winning Heat 2, which kind of got them a 5-1 as well. And I felt, you know, it's, we dominated. I know that Wolves are a little bit weaker tonight because Thomas had a bad night coming in as a guest. So, you know, you, in its early days, you're not going to get carried away, but certainly that will help us, I think. Team morale, you know, get away wins like superb. So we go Monday. We've got such a tough test and on Eurosport, and you know, welcome Sheffield are sort of league favourites. Everyone's favourites. They got real strong teams. So Monday's going to be a real tough one, and we need to enjoy tonight. And then you know, be, make sure we're ready and you know, cut out those silly mistakes that we've we've had in the, we've had two wins, but they've been you know riddled a little bit with with mistakes. So we need to make sure we cut them out Monday, else we will get beat. Yeah, like you say, um, it, it is mixed emotions in one way because you, you should be absolutely buzzing and I'm sure you will be to head him back with the league win from Wolverhampton but uh, missing out on that extra league point with some, some points dropped and then conceding that 5-1 in eight fifteen as well. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, like, yes, we kind of can think, look at it, you can either look at it and say, oh, look, we should have had four points because we were in a position to do so but actually, you know, before the meeting, I think anyone said, look, you get a win at Wolverhampton, like... Any, any time is a great result, so we, we, we kind of look on that and happy with that. Well, Wolverhampton team manager Peter Adams, a first defeat of the, the Premiership season in just a, your second league meeting here at Monmouth Green. It turned out to be a, a tough night for the team tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, um, obviously we're weakened with, um, with Dougie being absent. He's been in fantastic form, uh, so we've got that to contend with. Sam's got a... Uh, dose of the flu or something, so I restricted him a bit. So, yeah, tough night, but Ipswich, you know, they acquitted themselves very well, and this must be one of their best performances on the road for a long time. Yeah, certainly, uh, they've got a solid look about them, as you say, this year, and not many meetings here at Monmouth Green. We only see uh, your team win four races over the course of the 15 heats. No, I think, you know, obviously not enough uh, heat winners, uh, you know. Uh, we just weren't at our best today, but uh, you know Douglas was a big miss. Yeah, important to, to, to regroup. Um, I think it's a, a week on Thursday. You've got the uh, Premiership uh, League Cup group decider at Sheffield, and then, like I say, refocusing uh, to, to get the league programme back on schedule. Yeah, that's our next outing on the 19th, I think it is, of, uh, of this month, week on Thursday. So, yeah, we'll go there and see what we can do. But... Um, Hopefully we'll have a full complement of riders then and we can uh, give a, a better performance as a result. Thanks for speaking to us. No problem. There's the Wolves team manager, Peter Adams. Um, a victory against Wolves on their own circuit, Alan, is, is no mean feat. It's all notoriously a, a tricky place to go, but Ipswich getting the job done. No, certainly. I know that uh, Wolves were hindered without Ryan Douglas and their guests didn't get so many points, two or three points. Um, but I was, I was um, you know, when you look around and see people calling for changes already you know we're not even quarter way you know not even halfway through the season and people saying uh, Wolves need to make changes you know they were out with an influential rider like Ryan Douglas that's a massive loss for them and uh, just panic stations just the guests didn't work for them it's just one of them things and it and it switch on it and Troy Bachelor's starting to find some form and Jason Doyle looked unbeatable up until heat 15 last night let's hear from um, one of the Riders that were singled out by um, Peter Adams saying that he wasn't feeling quite right. 
dose of the flu or something like that for Sam Masters and Sam's been speaking with Ryan Guest. Well Sam Masters uh, losing the, the second home fixture of the, the Premiership League season not ideal it was a, a real tough one for the boys tonight. Yeah we struggled without Dougie um, Thomas was trying but he obviously had a bit of bad luck hitting the tapes and whatever uh, I think we had a couple of guys struggling a little bit which I'm not a, I didn't feel like I was on top of my game either but I won a couple of heats, but, uh, yeah, anyway, the whole team didn't do what we needed to do, so we lost. Yeah, only four heat winners as well. It's something I don't think I've seen uh, I've seen often here at Mama Green from the Wolves. Yeah, I don't really know what it was. Like, the track was good. Um, a little bit different the last week, but still wasn't bad enough for us to just go get to lose. But I don't know what, what, yeah, what it was, but uh, just one of them days and... We've got a, a while between uh, till our next home meeting, which is not good after a loss, but uh, we've got to work on that. Yeah, like you say, it's uh, it's frustrating to have that gap, particularly after a loss. You'd rather get back back out on track and, and set the record straight. But nevertheless, uh, it will give you a bit of time to reflect and, and look where, where things need to, to, to start afresh next time you're back here. Yeah, that's it. I mean, every, the way the league is, I think a lot of teams are going to lose at home. So... Uh, but we didn't really want to lose any at our home track. But uh, it's the way it is, and we've got to work with what, whatever we've got to do for the rest of the year. Yeah, um, I know what one of the two boys are, are just hoping for a bit more consistency once once the fixtures do pick up in a, a couple of weeks as well, because I know they're they're frustrated. They're having one good ride, and they're frustrated with the next, aren't they? Yeah, and that's Speedway. But, uh, yeah, a couple of riders are low on confidence, and uh, I know what it's like to be in that position. It's not fun, so we've got to try and help them get out of that. And... Uh, only takes a good meeting or two, and and they'll be away. But we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, we're, we're definitely still fighting hard. Yeah, and while you can't go out and obviously ride their bike for them, that is part of part of your new role as captain now as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. No, I I can only say so much, but I yeah, I'm going to help as best I can. So uh, I'll do my best for them, and uh, I'm sure they're going to try and win races. No one goes out there to lose races, so. Uh, We'll be working on everyone to, to where we need to get back to winning ways because we've got the team that I think a, a good enough team to win the league. So we've got to just get back on everyone on form and we'll be all right. Yep. The way the fixtures work, a week on Thursday, uh, back at Sheffield for the uh, Northern Group decider in the Premiership League Cup as well. And I know the, the league is the main focus, but still, you've you've put yourselves back within a within a shout of uh, of being able to get through to the final. There you go. And it's not all that bad. We've still got to fight. We've still got a chance to make the final of that. And uh, we all like going to Sheffield, so I think we can definitely do it. We'll be, it'll be a tough task, but Sheffield are a good team, but I think we can do it. There's Sam Masters there speaking with Ryan Guest after Wolves' narrow defeat against the Ipswich Witches on Monday night. Now, there's a bit of a break in uh, Premiership action until next Monday. That's when the next fixtures take place. And the televised fixture will be the Ipswich Witches, who will be hosting the Sheffield Tigers next Monday night, live on Eurosport. Um, what about this fixture then, Alan Rossiter? Um, Sheffield, of course, their home track, a very, very big track, whereas Ipswich, obviously much tighter and, again, a bit of home advantage there. How do you, think, how do you see that one going? Yes and no. Again, if people make changes like Bellevue have now, then Bellevue are certainly uh, title contenders now. We're certainly with Matty in the side, and you don't make them weaker, makes them really stronger. So you know it's going to be tough. But they got riders like Adam Ellis that can ride the, the small, not not so much tight, but you know it's a technical track at Ipswich. Uh, it's got a clay-based content. 
Um, but um, you've got Jackie Holder and people like that in there. And um, Kyle Howarth, um, you know, they're, they're all, they will all attack it. But, um, you know, certainly Ipswich should be buoyed with that win at, at Monmore on Monday night for sure. Well, looking back to last week, Sheffield were last in action against Peterborough. All seems to come around to Peterborough at the moment. And they were big winners again over Peterborough. 51-39, the victory at Olerton last Thursday. Uh, Sheffield, of course, next in action in that televised meeting on Monday at Foxhall. And we'll hear from Tobias Musilak in just a moment. But first, let's hear from the Sheffield team boss, Simon Stead. Well, Simon Stead, uh, first Premiership League fixture of the season against the reigning champions. Perfect way to start as well. Yeah, really good start for us. Um, continued where we'd left off really in the uh, in the early season and uh, I think that's a really really strong display from us against good opposition um, considering you know we've not been here for a significant amount of time I think we're a little bit rusty um, but ultimately we got the, the job done uh, and it, it probably looks a little bit more convincing than uh, than, than it actually was Peterborough kept us honest for, for a long period of time in the match um, but it's nice to get started again and we're into a bit of a run of meetings, so look forward to the next one. Yeah, what can you say about Tobias Mushalak as well? Superb 15-point maximum, fully deserved, and looks like he's been riding this place for years. His words sort of can't really sum him up. Um, I think that's... We sort of knew what he was capable of, um, and he's, 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 a, he's a fabulous rider, um, and, and the beauty about me is, as, as fast as he rides this place, he's just as good. Um, you know, his, his performance at Wolverhampton earlier in the year, which is, you know, completely different to the big open fast tracks in, in Poland, um, he did the business there. So uh, I think we've got a real gem um, who's, who's loving life at the club, uh, who's very happy, um, who's got good equipment, uh, good mechanic, uh, a really good setup. Um, and he's riding with a smile on his face and ultimately when people do that um, you tend to get better results and, and that's what we're seeing. Yeah, the racing certainly developed as the, the night went on as well and uh, that Heat 13 will no doubt be doing the rounds on, on social media, the race that uh, sealed the victory for the Tigers and uh, what a move from Jack Holder on that last lap. Yeah, I said to I said to Jack that's probably one of the best corners I've seen here in, in, in a long time. Um, that's that's sort of no, no disrespect to to anybody else who, who's flown around the outside, but that was just he just he just hit that cushion perfectly. It pulled him round. He, he looked in complete control, which you know is not always the case when you uh, when you're flying under the air fence at, at Sheffield. But um, it was absolutely fantastic, and you know off off the back of that, um, he was up for it, fired up, and, and really fancied Eat Fifteen, um, and I. I that's the beauty about how we're made up this year um you know absolutely over the moon to have a selection headache going into heat 15 so um great that toby got his uh, got his 15 point maximum thoroughly deserved um but it was great to see the other boys chip in and do their bit as well yeah another week and a half gap now until uh, ipswich away they've claimed their first win of the season uh, tonight at home to, against bellevue as well so um should be a should be an interesting meeting at foxhall yeah, it will be. Um, I, I I look at every fixture like that this year. I sort of I just think how the, how the makeup of it is and how the teams are looking. Every fixture looks like a really really good one. So um, I'd like us to carry forward the momentum that we've got. Um, 
it's been a little bit stop start stop start but you know like i said um it's just a week and a half we get our grips into it um it's on the tv of course so um we want to put on a dominant display but no we'll be in for a tough fixture uh, they always ride their place very well so it won't be easy but um be nice to cont- continue the current form that we're in many thanks for speaking to us as right, right. thank you mate and you can watch Sheffield's trip to Ipswich on Monday live on Eurosport 2 and Discovery Plus. You're listening to No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. I'm Ian Brannan. My guest this week is the former Great Britain team boss, Alan Rossiter. And we'll be hearing from um, one of Sheffield's star men this season, Tobias Musilak, in the next part of No Breaks, No Fear. We will uh, also hear from Paul Stark on his assessment of what happened at Newcastle last Sunday and a bit of coverage from the National League to come before the end as well. Here on No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. Lots still to come on No Breaks, No Fear. There's been a big announcement about coverage relating to the Premiership pairs. Details about that on the way very soon because that competition gets underway on the 23rd of May and an exciting new competition it is as well. First of all, let's hear a chat with one of the star men so far this year for the Sheffield Tigers. Tobias Musilak has... uh, Obviously being in British Speedway before, was a title winner in uh, 2019 with uh, Alan Rossiter's Swindon side. And he's been uh, speaking with Ryan Guest about another top performance for the Sheffield Tigers. Well, Tobias Musilak, uh, first and foremost, uh, a stunning 15-point maximum tonight on your league debut for Sheffield. Yeah, absolutely stunning. Um, the first complete in, in British Speedway for me, probably. So uh, I am enjoying enjoyed uh racing tonight in at, at Ollerton so uh that that was awesome for me the bike was um i have to say thank you to Maciek uh he's got brilliant setup and i could i could even lose my some some of my starts and bike was just pulling yeah yeah watching you out there it's like you've been racing here for for years but it's actually only your, your second team meeting yeah um, yeah, actually, second team meeting. I didn't even know. Um, yeah, I'm just enjoying the track because the track is awesome. The track is uh, like oh, brilliant. Um, so uh, the shape is cool, and uh, it's no tricky track actually. So uh, I'm just dropping my clutch, say goodbye, say goodbye indeed uh, for the team as well tonight. Uh, first league meeting, a good win against the champions. Yeah, that's the brilliant start for us, um, and and good to be. On the first league meeting here in uh, Sheffield, uh, that was, uh, you know, like mm, important for us. Yeah, so uh, we started with the win, so that's the cool feeling, and we're looking forward to the next one. Yeah, we're unbeaten so far from four team meetings as well, and a really good team of riders here at Sheffield this year. Yeah, we we are good team, and we have a good, actually, team spirit. So uh, yeah, we're enjoying young team. Good for us. So, uh, yeah. Toby, well done tonight on a stunning 15-point max. Thank you very much. Tobias Musilak there, who uh, certainly is becoming a firm favourite with the Sheffield fans already. Sheffield, many people's favourites to uh, take some honours in 2022, Alan Rossiter. Um, obviously, we've seen some team changes with uh, the Bellevue Aces adding Matty Zagar into their lineup. Do you think that changes things? Are, are Sheffield still one of the favourites? Well... Obviously, she- Sheffield were the standout one now, but I think Bellevue now with with 
what they've got compact in there. Young Tom Brennan having a fantastic season there. Fortunately, he didn't do any damage after his crash at Newcastle the other night. So that's great news. And he banged in paid nine at Peterborough. And he's certainly scoring the points. And uh, Joy Affridge is, is, is picking up some very useful points there. And Brady Kurtz getting a paid maximum yesterday. So, you know, and, as, and again, we keep repeating ourselves, Matty Zagar has certainly made him up there with Sheffield between the Battle of the Northern Clubs at the moment, I would say. But I wouldn't write off Wolverhampton just yet. As I said, everybody's writing them off at the moment, which is quite sad, really. We're only like three meetings in, and they certainly miss Ryan Douglas. Um, Thomas Jorgensen scored a hat full of points from at Wolverhampton for Kings Lynn, and it didn't work for him this week. You've seen that many week, one week go there as the home team, as a guest, and it didn't, didn't work for him last night. And the fans are already jumping on the back, shouting for changes. I think it's crazy. And Peter Adams, more than any other manager, knows that this is a long okay. season. There are many twists and turns to come yet in all directions. He knows that better than anybody, especially after last season. And, uh, yeah, there's a long way to go. I, I always say, we're even at Swindon, we're not worried about winning the league. It's about just getting to them playoffs. That's all, that's all the focus is, making sure you're in that top four, five, I would say four in the Premiership now, isn't it? And it's six in the Championship. Oh, I got that one right. Hey, um, so yeah, so it'll be it'll be the guys will be looking to get to that top four. And I always say it's not about winning it. And I know that you can say when you get to it, if you win it, you can pick who you want. But if you're going to win it, you've got to play everybody. So those fixtures then for the next week in the Premiership. It's on Monday and the fixture live on Eurosport 2 will be Ipswich versus Sheffield. That starts at 7.30. And um, the other fixture on Monday is the National Speedway Stadium, Bellevue Aces against the Kingsland Stars. The other big fixture taking place um, in World Speedway, of course, is going to be the Speedway Grand Prix, which returns this weekend to Warsaw in the big stadium there. Uh, once again, massive crowd indoor stadium and these big massive fixtures are great to have back on the calendar again aren't they massive crowds like you know nearly a sellout crowd of 50 60,000 I'm not sure um, you know with a partisan Polish crowd and obviously the way Smarslik's riding at the moment is, is just unbelievable you know who can stop him you know we all say like you know we've lost Emil sadly and we've lost Artem Laguta which is a real shame it's not their fault it's just Speedway in general, how it goes, you know, the world, how they've done dealt with the Russian athletes, which I don't think it's their fault, you know, and, um, you know, whether they, they've had to make a stand just like all the other sports and they've done it. But it does leave it wide open for Smarslik to walk away with it. A rider you can ask, we always say Magic Yanoski, he always starts off strong, and but then can he, can he sustain it? That's the thing with Magic. He's got the ability... He, he's a super guy, he's ultra-professional, very, very fit, but can he sustain it? He seems to start strong and fade as the Grand Prix goes along. That's where you're looking for somebody like Magic to try and stop in Smarslik, because at the moment, I don't see anybody stopping um, Bartos. And that's the thing, how do you stop Bartos? He just seems to have more speed than everybody else at the moment, doesn't he? He's got the speed, he's got the skull, he's got a different technique, he's, got, he's just got everything about him. Let's uh, turn our attention then to the championship right now and um, the match that uh, myself and Alan were at on uh, Tuesday night, Plymouth Gladiators versus the Oxford Cheaters. And certainly my first visit to uh, to this stadium, an interesting track, um, a pretty small track, I think one of the smallest, certainly in, in uh, British Speedway. What were your 
thoughts on it, Alan? Because I know that this is your first visit to this stadium too. Yes, it's it's good. It's been a bit different. It's something I've I've not witnessed before. It certainly looks bigger on the TV than it does in real life, and uh, it certainly is leads to have a certain setup. If you've got the setup here, it could work very well for you. If you haven't got the setup, you will get caught out badly. Joined by Ben Barker, and it was a a good good evening for you once again here. Yeah, definitely. You know this track is one of my favourites in the country. You know, dropping one point to an opponent is not bad. So. I think it was 12 plus 2, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it was a good night for you. You took a bit of a tumble, though. You're all right after that. A little bit sore, a bit yeah. of battered and battered and bruising. We'll just see how we feel in the morning, but we might go and get an x-ray. A bit of pain in my wrist, so we'll oh, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a bit of a... What happened in that? Because we couldn't really work it out. Was it was it just a classic first Ben Bunch job? Or? Of course, you know, like, I looked... I, so I come off of gate three. Um, I looked to the left, and Scotty and uh, Tofty have made as good as one as me. So I've got to run for the dirt, and... Then I then batches over my left shoulder and we just got hooked up, you know, and spat me down hard. Yeah, you did a bit of a flip over and uh, straight into the in the air fence. But anyway, you made the the rerun and uh, and the victory. But obviously the the meeting was sorted all by heat fifteen. Anyway, yeah, of wasn't course. It? I mean, everyone knows it takes a lot to keep me down. Yeah, it does take a lot to keep me down. So, you know, we just grit our teeth and deal with the pain for sixty seconds and then got the win. So it's a good. I made a. You know, the best start I've made all day was in Heat 15. It was. In, in, in the yeah. rerun, so that was good. Got a bit of a break now from Plymouth anyway. Uh, and Ipswich, I've got uh, a week off now. Oh, you got any, Yeah, well, that's it. The next fixture, you're on TV, aren't you? Because yep. uh, Ipswich, we're talking about this earlier, Ipswich racing against um, Sheffield. Um, big fixture on, on Eurosport. And um, obviously the quest continues there, but a good start to Ipswich's uh, season. Definitely, you know, I've had two league meetings, two wins. That's, that's the best thing we can hope for. So we just got to keep clicking at Ipswich and keep clicking here as well you know I, I mean I'm lucky I mean two teams that I look at and I think they can be title challenging teams mm. so well, on paper um, so you just got to carry on and of course it all comes down to the playoffs it comes down to a couple of meetings it's getting yourself in those playoffs we spoke to Gary May um, earlier tonight and and you know he was saying that's the aim the playoffs is the aim but the, the aim the, the, that's the aim for any team yeah. um, doesn't matter who finishes top of the league um by the end of the year I mean I, I won the league in uh, Coventry 2011 I think and we were fourth we snuck in the playoffs but we were a team on form and we went and smashed the playoffs and won the league so it was great well, it's good to see you and um, well done on tonight you, you seem to be enjoying your speedway at the moment and, and everything that's happening with you I came home. I've come yeah. home to Plymouth. Yeah, um, that's of course. I mean, I mean, that must. I mean, it's it's been a long journey for us all to come here tonight, and obviously that's the same for you being based here, travelling across yeah. the country. Of and course, like, you know, it? my little boy, my my youngest son Bradley was here tonight with my dad, and it just it's just you know, yeah. it just suits me being here. And then that's the only reason I took the Ipswich job is because I was so happy with my riding, <laughs> and I was like, well, well, let's go for it now. You know, I'm back enjoying my speedway, and yeah. you know, I've got a great team behind me. I've got Mark Simmons, who is you know, he's top-notch, you know, for doing all my equipment and everything. So it goes a long way when everything's working well. Good stuff. All right, we'll keep it up and all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks, Thank Ben. Thank you very much. Cheers. Ben Barker there, top scorer for the Plymouth Gladiators.
in their 55-35 victory over the Oxford Cheaters on Tuesday night. That match was streamed live on the British Speedway Network and it was announced during the coverage that British Speedway Network will be the place to watch the Premiership Pairs competition, which gets underway very soon. There's going to be a round at each Premiership track. The first one is at Peterborough on May 23rd, basically a round every month between now and the, the end of the season, effectively. And uh, I caught up with uh, the man behind British Speedway Network, Jitendra Duffel, and he told us a little more. Myself and Martin Hunt started this project. Um, we, we entered the unknown, really. Uh, we didn't know what sort of reception we would get or you know, if the project would be a success, but we, we had a lot of belief in it. Uh, we did a lot of market research beforehand, and yeah, really pleased to say that the project so far has been a, a huge success. Uh, we're growing all the time. Feedback has been good, and you know, uh, BSN as a company, we're, we're learning uh, really stream by stream and, and looking to improve. So, yeah, the, the fact that we, we now have this contract with the, the Premiership is a, a massive achievement for us. Um, it's something we're really excited about and, yeah, just really pleased to be able to, to, to bring something else to, to British Speedway. So this competition is going to run over six rounds. Every track is going to host a round in the Premiership. So it's an exciting competition. And as a Speedway fan, you must be excited to see how this is going to pan out, uh, as well as being the place where it's going to be shown because there's going to be no outright winner on the first night. The scores are going to roll over round after round and it's all possibly going to boil down to a, a big showpiece finale at Bellevue in September time. It is. You know, I would liken it to the, the old Falls uh, tournament we had years ago where... You know, we, we traveled around to d different tracks and, you know, each track managed to horse around. So it's great news for the supporters. I think that the, the tournament's going to be very, very popular. Um, it's it's something that we, we think is going to be a really exciting competition as well. If you look at the standard in the Premiership, um, obviously it's a higher standard than the Championship anyway. But when you actually filter that down to the, the top two, three in, in each team, you know, you've got the likes of Matty Zega, you know, Brady Kurtz, Jason Doyle, amongst others in there. There's some really big names, and uh, th th this this competition is going to be a, a ultra high standard, and uh, it it's a privilege for us to be to give them the chance to actually, uh, yeah, to, to broadcast it. So, 23rd of May, first round at Peterborough. Before then, though, it's a busy week this next week for the British Speedway Network. There's there's two fixtures next week that people can watch in the championship. Yeah, so we're um. We're at Poole next Wednesday, which is a uh, yeah a fair, fair trek for us again. You know, Plymouth. We're, we're based in Middlesbrough, so Plymouth was a, a big trek. So to to go to Poole again next week is uh, a lot of miles for us personally. And but that's Speedway, you know, and we, we don't mind the traveling. It's all part of the fun. Um, and then obviously we're we're at Scunthorpe on the Friday as well. Um, a little bit closer to home, but a fantastic race track too. You know, Poole. Um, you know the the big players in the in the championship moved down from the Premiership, and they've certainly exerted the dominance in this league as well. But yeah. uh, and Scunthorpe again, you know, is is a track that, you know, the championship has so many great race tracks that haven't really been showcased. Um, you know, the the Eurosport coverage has, has concentrated predominantly on the Premiership, so. I think it's a great opportunity for us to actually showcase some of the, the great tracks in the championship as well, and, and Scunthorpe is one of them. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been to, to see many a meeting there in my red car days as a promoter, but also as a, a casual speedway supporter, which I am too. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a bad meeting there. It, it's a superb race track, always well prepared. Um, yeah, and really excited to, to go on and show the track off to the, the whole world. 
That's Jitendra Duffel, who uh, you may remember as being a promoter last year at the Red Car Bears, now one of the driving forces behind the British Speedway Network, who will be showing the Premiership Pairs Tournament in addition to uh, all the action through the course of the championship season as well. That's the end of part two of No Breaks, No Fear. Coming up, well, we've still got a bit of action to bring you. We'll hear from Paul Stark, Newcastle rider, who was involved in that fixture against Glasgow last weekend, where the meeting was abandoned because of the state of the track. We'll hear his thoughts on that. A little bit of uh, action from the National League as well, which has had a pretty busy week over the last seven days. All to come on No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast no brakes no fear the official british speedway podcast welcome along i'm ian brannan alan rossiter joining us through the course of the episode this week um, a little bit more from the championship now and glasgow were 31 29 winners at newcastle on sunday and a meeting abandoned after 10 completed races due to track conditions the Tigers went level on points with championship leaders Leicester, but saw Tom Brennan withdraw with a hand injury after a crash in his first ride. Captain Ulrich Ostergaard was unbeaten for the visitors with 7 plus 2 from three rides, with Benjamin Basso winning two races as he scored seven. Max Clegg scored seven from three for the Newcastle Diamonds. Newcastle promoter Rob Grant, meanwhile, has confirmed significant track work was already scheduled for the venue prior to Sunday's abandonment. The Diamonds now have a break in home fix and plan for the work to be complete in time for the visit of Scunthorpe on May 22nd. Let's hear now from one of the riders involved in that fixture, Newcastle's Paul Stark. Well, Paul Stark, I know it was a, a bit of a controversial ending to the, the Newcastle-Glasgow fixture on, on Sunday. Um, from, from a home perspective, what was your take on it? I mean, obviously, you know, the, the Newcastle have, have tried to do the best that they can. Um, they, they can't get on the track um, as much as they'd like to, I know that they've always had in their in their minds that they're they're going to try and fix it. Um, and a few of the crashes, nothing to do with um, the actual issue at the track. Um, and a couple, you know, it's just a difficult a difficult. It's fifty fifty, you know, and it, it it's hard because they want to fix it, but they they need a bit of time to fix it. Um, so rider safety is paramount, obviously, and that comes first. But at times you've just got to use your head and. And yeah, just <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's it's a tough one, but um, probably they're going to fix it now moving forward. And I think you know they'll do the best that they can with it, and uh, hopefully the issue will go away. Yeah, it was a shame it had to come to an end as well because it was turning into a, a close competitive yeah, it was, contest. It was, it was always going to be tough, you know. Glasgow, are a formidable side, so um, it was tough. But in the end, I think we just got to take it for what it is and just move forward. And you know they're going to sort the track. I think they're sorting it out as we speak, to be honest. So. We look forward to that and just go again. An unusual situation, but uh, you may have seen pictures of the uh, situation with the track uh, over the course of the weekend. You may also have seen pictures of the situation with the track now in the fact that that, uh, some new shale is being put down and uh, work is underway to uh, improve the situation around the Bruff Park circuit and all the best with with that work. Alan Rossiter, have you ever experienced anything quite like that? Have you seen the pictures of uh, of what happened at Newcastle? But... Have you experienced anything uh, popping through the track you weren't expecting? Uh, yeah, well, funny enough, Bellevue, uh, the old Kirkhamshaw Lane Road, used to go in the third and fourth bend and used to get the house bricks come up going in on the on the third and fourth bend, but certainly not to the groove that I saw on social media, which uh, something must have gone wrong or the lack of dirt or something for it to do that. It did look quite horrendous, you know, 
not, I don't mean horrendous, horrendous, but you look at it, it's certainly what if you got your back wheel in it and caught it wrong, could cause a lot of damage. So I can understand why it was called, but you ask the question how, how it come up like that. A quick run through the other uh, results over the course of the, the last seven days or so then uh, in the championship. Of course, uh, Birmingham getting a big victory against Scunthorpe, 49-41. Uh, Perry Varen getting their season up and running, and that was a fixture that was also live-streamed last week. Um, Oxford beating Berwick, 50-39 in the National League, which we'll come to in a moment. Um, on Friday, it was um, honours in Glasgow's favour, 49-41 against the Plymouth Gladiators at Ashfield and then on Saturday another big win for the Leicester Lions uh, who uh, remain top of the championship as it stands Leicester 55 Oxford 35 and then uh, that meeting that we mentioned on Sunday Newcastle 29 Glasgow 31 abandoned after 10 heats the result stands we've talked about what's uh, happened on uh, Tuesday already looking ahead to the fixtures in the championship as the week goes by on Wednesday that's May the 11th Oxford Cheetahs host the Red Car Bears. It's Paul Pirates versus the Newcastle Diamonds also on Wednesday. And then looking ahead to Friday, Edinburgh v Leicester, Red Car versus Poole and Scunthorpe versus Oxford. And you can get the live streams at uh, Edinburgh and Scunthorpe on their uh, respective websites. Saturday, Berwick host Redcar in a bit of a northeast derby at Shieldfield Park. And um, that really completes the uh, lineup, really, as far as the championship goes. Safe to say, on Tuesday next week, it's Plymouth versus the Berwick Bandits and the Oxford Cheetahs versus the Birmingham Brummies are the remaining fixtures as we look ahead over the next seven days. Right now, let's turn our attention to what's been happening in the National League because it was a busy week on the National League front last week. Um, Oxford beating the Berwick Bullets 50-39. The Oxford Chargers getting off to the perfect start at Sandy Lane. And Robin Allen caught up with captain of the Oxford Chargers, Jordan Jenkins. He scored a 15-point maximum. And uh, here's his thoughts after that opening meeting. Jordan Jenkins, your first home meeting... For the Oxford Chargers, and uh, it couldn't have gone any better for yourself with a 15-point maximum. Yeah, for sure, you know. Um, I was determined after last week to make a better performance around here. Uh, I felt like I had a good race against Scotty. Um, so, yeah, as I say, just uh, yeah, making myself better every time. And after a good match last night in Lublin, um, played 10 on top score of Chester Hover. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good at the minute. I just need to work on a few things. and I think we'll be well away, you know. Just uh, I think I'll be dangerous if I can make a start. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep keep working and, uh, yeah, we'll get there soon. Now, how are you finding it with the fact you've had such a, a busy week? And I know Oxford have put it out on their social media, all, all the, the places you've been, the, the flights you've had to catch, the, the, the meetings you, you've done. And how, how are you feeling after this busy week? Um, I think I had a, a just as a busy week last week, you know. So uh, I think last week was uh, a good uh, icebreaker to get into it. Uh, I think I've settled in well. I've got used to it and... Um, yeah, I've had an hour and 50 minutes sleep and, and that was on an airport bench at 2 o'clock this morning and, uh, yeah, we caught, caught the flight home and, and yeah, it's just a, a day, day of relaxing, you know, no bites to do, which is quite nice and uh, I would say I've got a day off tomorrow to rest but bikes to be done and, uh, yeah, we'll set off up to Edinburgh and I think we're at Redcar on Saturday, try a few new things and, uh, yeah, possibly another meeting on Sunday but, uh, yeah, we're yet to find out and... and yeah, you know, it's the best way of being busy. I like being on my bike, and at the minute I've only had two days off a week, and 
but this week it's only going to be one, you know, so, uh, yeah, living the dream. And how are you sort of finding things? Are you sort of feeling that all that hard work and preparation over the winter is starting to pay off? Yeah, you know, um, I've always felt my equipment's good. I uh, just needed to sort of believe in myself a little bit more. Um, and I, I feel like I'm finally getting there. Uh, but, yeah, still a long way to go, as I say. I can't, can't settle for it just yet. But, you know, uh, I'm happy with the way things are going. And, as you say, yeah, a long preparation over the winter. And just drilling it into my own head, you know, that, you know, I can do this and, and I will do it. And I think that's the positivity I need to have. And, yeah, as I say, I'm just, yeah, happy with the way things are going. But... Um, Speedway is all about consistency. You know, I've had two, well, three good meetings in the last few days, and uh, yeah, as I say, just need to replicate that now and, and not not be a, a yo-yo rider. So yeah, we'll see how we go. Now, the two meetings that you, you've done in Poland, you, you said that it was very much a learning experience for, for the first one, and you really kicked on this week, and are you looking to, to push on and onto bigger and better things? 100%. You know, uh, I don't I don't go out on the bike unless I want to improve. You know. Um, Last week in Chesterhove, uh, the two motors that I took out there this year, um, I don't think they're quite up to the job, and, and the club have uh, provided me with a, a club engine from uh, Fleming Graveson, which uh, turned out to be a rocket ship. You know, and another new track yesterday at Lublin, um, and it's a little bit of a tighter track, you know, so, yeah, I enjoyed it, um, and probably a bit, bit of a similar track to sort of Kings Lynn, you know, just long straights and a bit tighter bends, but very slick, you know, um, so I was good at the beginning, the setup just got away from me at the end, but... Yeah, I'm still learning, as you say, but I've got a good, uh, good setup around me out there. I've got a good mechanic who's uh, worked for some yeah, world-class riders, and like Greg Hancock, Art Magoo, Rowan Tange, Runa Holter, so I'm quite lucky with that. Um, so, yeah, as I say, we'll just uh, keep striving, and, and you know, I'm, I've got 12 more meetings out there, and plus anything else that may pop up, you know, so, yeah, very happy with where it's going. Thank you, Tom. Cool, cheers. Well, the Oxford Chargers continued in uh, great form just a couple of days later when they visited Armadale and won away there, 42-48. So a great start for the Oxford Chargers. The Berwick Bullets got the better of the Bellevue Colts on Saturday, winning 55-35 at Shieldfield Park. And uh, looking ahead to uh, the week coming up, a few more National League fixtures on the cards. Not least on Saturday, Leicester Line Cubs hosting the Bellevue Colts at 7pm. And um, also in the National League, we've got um, Kent versus Leicester on Sunday at 12. And Mildenhall against Plymouth at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. And there's a bit of... um, British Youth Championships as well taking place on Sunday. Uh, both meetings at Kent at 2 o'clock. Um, it's the 500cc and the 250cc um, Championship Round 1 of the British Youth Championships. So uh, you can get a good afternoon of Speedway actually there with the uh, National League meeting. Kent v Leicester at 12 and at 2 o'clock the British Youth Championships. So we're busy one there. And what's set to be a fairly nice weekend, I believe. So um, those are the National League fixtures. Plenty on the cards coming up over the course of the next week. Here's how it uh, lines up over the next seven days. Oxford, Redcar, Poole versus Newcastle. Friday, Edinburgh, Leicester, Redcar, Poole, Scunthorpe, Oxford in the Championship. 
on Saturday. It's uh, back to the Speedway Grand Prix and it's the Polish round taking place in Warsaw. There's championship action at Berwick Shieldfield Park, Berwick versus Redcar. And in the National League, it's uh, Leicester versus Bellevue, as I just mentioned. And then skipping over to Monday in the Premiership, live on Eurosport and Discovery Plus, Bellevue Aces versus the Kingsland Stars. But live on TV will be Ipswich versus Sheffield. That's the main meeting on Monday evening. And then Tuesday, Plymouth versus Berwick, Oxford versus Birmingham. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy your Speedway wherever you're watching it, however you're watching it. And we'll be back with you for another episode of No Breaks, No Fear out next Wednesday morning. No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.